Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com slash fplfocal. That's linktree.com slash fplfocal. Welcome back for another video. In today's video, I'll be looking at how the team did in Gaming 1 and how we're lining up for Gaming 2. I'll be sharing my team's journey all season, so if you'd like to follow it, consider subscribing. Right before we jump in, I'm delighted to share that this season I've partnered up with Fantasy Football Scout. I've been a member for five years, so it's a perfect match. The members area has essential tools such as the custom tables, season ticker, player comparison and team stats. Any stats I mention in this video I've lifted directly from my custom tables. I've actually made all of my custom tables used in my videos public as well, so feel free to steal them. I honestly can't recommend them enough as someone who's used them for the last five years anyway. Click the link below to sign up. Starting with a quick look back at how Gemic 1 went. 63 points in total, with 7 pointers at the back from Edison, Cancelo and James. Bournemouth and Fulham were big surprises, putting 2 past Aston Villa and Liverpool respectively. It was a poor showing from Villa, though Bailey was the best player on Villa's side. Luis Diaz and Jesus were very lively and the points will come in due course of both, I feel. Harlem vs Kane was the big swing. I felt that Spurs could beat Southampton by far more than City beat West Ham, which was exactly how it played out, and very unfortunate for Kane owners to have no involvement in all four goals. In fact, it was the first instance from Tottenham's previous 15 fixtures where they've managed to score, but Son or Kane weren't on the score sheet. Well done to those of you that had Haaland. Let's take a look at how the team's shaping up for Gimmick 2. In goal, Edison faces Bournemouth. City are comfortably top on the clean sheet odds for Gaming 2, which is promising for those of us with Edison or City defenders. They've been given a 67% chance for shutting Bournemouth out. Liverpool next highest for the Palace game with a 56.5% chance. The back four is Trent, Cancelo, James and Dina. Liverpool will need to tighten up for a tougher fixture this week after letting two in against Fulham. They actually ended their last game with the worst expected goals conceded than Fulham due to Mitrovic's penalty. Palace may line up similarly to Game Week 1, in which case Zaha and Eze will be causing Trent and Robertson headaches down the wings with plenty of defensive work to do. Thiago will be a big miss for Liverpool. I imagine Elliot will be the one replacing him in midfield. Perhaps in his absence, Trent will get a bit more freedom to create chances. 
Pep looked to set up slightly differently this season based on game week one, a new version of 2-1-4-2-1. Cancelo and Walker played inversely between the wingers who were wide hugging the touchline, so Cancelo should get absolutely tons of chances to be involved and I can see him picking up lots of double digit hauls this season. James was also so involved against Everton that despite the yellow card he still ended on two bonus. He took 13 corners and 17 crosses in total against the Toffees. No defender had more than his 49 touches in the final third either. Tuchel said post-match that Chilwell and James were not fully fit and added, quote, Reece struggles at the moment to have full fitness. Hopefully this week they can get up to full fitness, but it is a very tough fixture against Spurs this weekend. We're keeping faith in Dinia and looking for an immediate response from Villa, who were not good enough in game week one. Villa are fourth top this game week on the clean sheet odds of a 39.5% chance and they face Everton whose only striker option is Rondon with DCL out injured. Dinia was one player penciled in as a potential transfer out in game week 3 or 4 and we've got 0.5 mil in the bank if it looks worth upgrading. Kukure is one player on my watch list for 5 mil and Chelsea's fixture look really good after Spurs. Perisic potentially another replacement too for 5.5 mil. Salah gets the vice-captaincy for the Palace game. It was impressive overperformance from him in game week 1 with a goal and an assist from 0.58 expected goal involvement. I'm keen to see what impact Nunez has on Salah this season and I imagine they start together for the first time in a competitive match on Monday. So far, no winners between those who went Robertson as a third Liverpool player and those who went Diaz. He was close to returning the Fulham game with a curler hit in the post, one of two shots he took inside the box. I get the impression when games are wrapped up, or perhaps when Liverpool are chasing a game, Diaz could be the one to be sacrificed first, which might become an issue. Martinelli got off to a great start game week 1, scoring a header against Palace, and this game week faces Leicester, who now have war between the sticks. Last season, Leicester finished second worst over the season for expected goals conceded under Rodgers. You'd expect Arsenal to put a couple past Leicester at the Emirates too, and hopefully Martinelli involved. Bailey completes the midfield, up against another underperforming side in Everton. Reading the match reports, he was Villa's best player last game week, but a huge underperformance from Villa as a side. Gerrard could be on very thin ice already if they don't get a response at home to Everton. Jesus is the second most player transferred out after Kane, with 270,000 managers selling him already, which is absolutely fine by me, as I feel the points are coming, and has 270k managers to potentially move ahead of when they do. He's an easy long-term hold in my opinion, and one of several areas that is a lock for the foreseeable, bar an injury. Haaland gets the captaincy for the game against Bournemouth. I mentioned in the Gaming 1 video that if Kane looks like a mistake, I'm not opposed to the switch, and I've had a slice of handball pie and made the switch already. Without the power of hindsight, I'd say that Kane was a justified roll of the dice, and if not for a selfish moment from Sun, probably would have scored. I'm envious of those that went with Haaland though, so well played if you had him. The entire 11 play at home this week, so the team looks in good shape for Gaming 2. On the bench it's Ward, Williams, Andreas and Archer. I'm very happy with the bench too actually. Ward's the only 4 mil keeper getting minutes right now, and Williams plus Pereira perfect bench fillers. Even Archer came off the bench last game week and got some minutes. If I've still got Dinia come game week 3, there's even the option to give Pereira the nod, who I expect will get some attacking returns this season. So in summary, it's Kane out for Haaland who gets the armband as it stands, though this may change before the deadline. I'm still not entirely convinced over the season that Haaland outscores Kane for points, but right now the switch looks logical. Thanks for watching the Gamic 2 team selection and let me know in the comments how your Gamic 1 went. If you'd like to follow my content this season, consider subscribing. Tomorrow's video will be the expert team reveal and valuable info including their transfers and captaincy. See you soon for the next one. Hi, this is FPL Focal. If you're listening to this on the Fantasy Football Scout page, please check out my own podcast on Apple Music, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Just search for FPL Focal.